We finally here. It's the Veal Radio Show. It's about time. The Veal Radio Show. We coming at you live, yo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Holla if you hear me. Yo, yo, all right, hold on, come on. We got to get serious with this thing. We live now, man. Broadcasting live, you know what I'm saying? In Jacksonville, Dirty Duval out there, the whole Ville, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, yo, let's, let's start off with our introductions properly, all right? Yo, my name is Pastor Jay Harris from the Ville Church, you know what I'm saying? We live on the Ville Radio Show, you know what I'm saying? We not actually live, but we coming at you live. You what know they what I'm talking what about? They, Pastor Jay, a.k.a. who what? You know Pastor J, a.k.a. Julie Julie's Yes, Julie up in the building. I got my co-host in the building with me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And if you're just tuning in, welcome to the show, by the way. But let me introduce you to our co-host. I got my man Shirk Dog with me. You know what I'm saying? Shirk, let me know what it is, though. So my name is Jeremy, and for some reason, everyone calls me Shirk Dog. Shirk Dog. Er, er, er. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Yo, I think it's important that you let the people know that you have a son named Wolfgang. Yeah, I named my son Wolfgang. That's his full name, and he's howling. That's pretty dope. That's gangster. That's gangster. And, 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 and the next host really don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't really need no announcement. You already know who it is. Oh, 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 oh. It's my man, Big Phil. Let him know what time it is, Philly Illy. What it is, what it is. Hey, it's Big Phil, man. Listen, it's been a long time coming. This is long overdue. I should have been here at my radio show private moment. But it's all good. This is what we doing. We on the Ville. This is the Ville Radio Show. And we want to, first of all, before you get started, shout out to Pure Radio, man. One of Straight up. 7 FM. AM 1320 for giving us the opportunity to broadcast and let people know how we feeling and who we are. You know straight what I mean? up, straight up. Shout out to Pure Radio. So listen, we live on the air, we on the show. Let's get it popping real quick, man. You know what I'm saying? Like this joint rolled up on us kind of quick, so we're gonna have to improvise and do what we do, or whatever. Like, first off, if we're gonna have a radio show, we need a slogan. You know what I'm saying? We know it's the Bill Radio Show, but what's the slogan gonna be, fellas? Should the people help us with the slogan? Oh we'll nah, nah, man. Nah, oh man, look how you do it. Wow. Hey, all right. This ain't a democracy. We <laughs> got a ruler. I'm trumping this game right now, G. It's I'm too trumping. soon. Too it's soon. too early. It's too I don't early. even know what the show's about, Jay. All right, listen, here. I get look, y'all are the people, all right? I'ma give you a show title. And if y'all think it's whack, y'all tell me. Y'all my brothers, y'all, 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 y'all call it, alright? Let's go. The Ville Radio Show, where we chilling like villains. It just works. Okay, tell us why that works. Okay, all right, I, I, got, I got it. First of all, the whole the Ville radio show and the chilling like villains connection, it just works out, right? And then, when you just think about the gospel, right? So let me read something to you really, really quick. I'm gonna read some good news, all right? So, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says this right here. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. I'll peep this out. This is where the good stuff is at. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. So when I'm saying like the whole chilling like villains, I'm just saying like, yo, we like villains saved by grace. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody saved himself. God didn't count our trespasses against us. And then he had Jesus come die for our sins and he done brought us into his marvelous life. I call that chilling like a villain, brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's man. what I'm saying. Call the worship team up. The sermon's over. Yeah, it is. Straight up. Oh, offer. Down. Let's Straight get up. an offer played up. Yeah, man. Let's get out of here. Okay, what y'all think? Y'all down with it? I'm down with it, man. I like it. You know what I'm saying? It's especially because it does give a perspective on what real Christianity is. Not the no shade at nobody, but this is what the Veal Radio Show is about. We are really trying to show people, man, that there's only one hero. All of us are villains. The rest are villains. Nobody else is winning. Nobody else won. Nobody else is king. Nobody else is crowned. There's only one hero, man, and we know who that Straight is. Straight up. Corinthians just proclaimed who that was. So I dig it. You know what I mean? I ain't yeah. got no problem. Yeah, yeah. I need to say something. Hit it. Hit it, dog. So I know uh, we're only a few minutes in our first radio out. show. Yeah. Uh, but Phil, I'm going to call you out, bro. A few days ago when we kind of threw that name around, you said it's, people don't say that anymore. Yeah, say, yeah. People say that in the 90s. You were like, no, people don't say chilling like those. Yeah, he calling you out on the air, Phil. See, and you know what? See, this is good because this shows you a prime example of how much of a villain we could be. 
Because yeah, yeah, last week I was like that joint is whack, you know what I'm saying? But you know, after he broke it down and hit the Corinthians with it, I mean, you know, what you gonna say? Now I like we be the villains. You know what I'm saying? So y'all tell me what's real. <laughs> 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 Now we could have just went with human meets life. Now don't let bring that up. Don't even don't even bring that up. We don't put even that do it. Six yeah. feet under. That's Phil. in a casket right there. Y'all, if y'all don't know, Phil be coming up with these whack slogans and making and making songs about him sometimes or whatever. So we we've banned him from all all quotes and phrases or whatever hey, for a while. That's what makes you a great. The people Jacksonville likes me. I get a lot of love, a lot of respect because you know why? I make a lot of whack songs and then before I break it out. I make sure it's right. So it start off whack. The first two, three be whack. By the time we get to the fourth and fifth one, they be like, all right. I'll, I disagree on that. You be spitting fire. I give you that. But on the songs, you be killing it. All right? You amazing artists. But when it come to these quotes, I don't know what's going on with you. All right? So, yo, so chilling like a villain it is. We going to roll with that. That's how we roll. All right. That's what it is. So so welcome to the Ville Radio Show where we chilling like villains. You know what I'm saying? All glory to God. You know what I'm saying? We just want to use this platform to really point to Jesus, have some real life conversations with some real people going through some real things or whatever. So if you're tuning in right now, you tune into our first show. Um, straight off the bat, though, let's talk about some real stuff real quick. Hold on. Since it's our sure. first show, can we just put out things that like maybe we want to do as a show? We could. Hold on. You know what, though? What? We don't have a theme song. Oh. Like all radio shows have a theme song. I mean, we could go back and edit and add some theme music, but we could make up something right now. Right now. Man, this is what we're about. Three, two, one. Hit it, shirt. Hit something. Hey. 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 It goes I'm about to hit you with the slogans, baby. I'm about to hit you with the slogans. He's about to hit you with the slogans. We chilling like trills with Bill. It's Bill. Hoping to get a meal. Bill. Slow it down, Bill. Fall back. Fall back. Fall back. Hey, so another thing, too, the listeners need to know. So we told y'all earlier, you said, we said, you know, I'm Pastor Jay Harris and everything else, whatever. We act, So I actually pastored a church called the Ville Church. All of us are on staff at the church, you know what I'm saying? Shirk Dog's Shirk Dog is assistant pastor. Big Phil is our worship leader over there. And so, you know, the Ville Church is in the building. We got a shout out to all our people, whatever, over there, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, shout out to all the churches in the city that are really laying their life down, sharing in the suffering as good saints, you know what I'm saying? Pushing the gospel and all that. But you know, I just wanna hit our immediate fam, the Ville Church, man. We love y'all and appreciate y'all. And so, this past week, man, we just hit up the MLK parade mm. and it was crazy. It What'd y'all think crazy. about that? What was y'all perspective on that? Man, uh, me personally, I was just telling y'all uh, yesterday, like, man, you know, I done traveled the country, I done show up all over. But I think the MLK parade on Monday was probably the craziest thing. One of the craziest things I have ever done as an artist Stuff, like, it was unbelievable to see the response of the people and to see how to see the hope in people's eyes like they were yearning for something real and something true i don't know about nobody else out there but 2016 that thing was pretty rough for, for everybody you know what i mean for, for, you know what i mean for everybody it, it was real we had some some events and some things that happened man that were tragic we lost some people it was crazy so I think that people starting off with it being the beginning of the year and on top of that, uh, being MLK and celebrating for what he has done, like, it just kind of like opened up mad hope in people's hearts and it was one of the greatest responses I've ever seen. Most definitely, man. Like, I think it was absolutely live, too. I think, you know what I'm saying, some people don't mess with the MLK parade. I, I've been going for years. Um, the Ville Church has been participating the last two years. The joint is off the hook. Number one, it's an amazing opportunity to minister. We also, we always make sure we put something in people's hands and all that good stuff or whatever and get out and talk to people, invite them to church face to face and all that. You know what I'm saying? And really just love on people. I mean, this year, we went out with the whole intent. Like, yo, let's hug the streets harder than the devil hugs. You know what I'm saying? And so, 
it was amazing, man. It was really, really amazing, whatever. And I just appreciate everybody that came out and really put their time and energy in it. And we threw a concert on the float. My man Eric Days, my girl Lady Snoop, all type of people, you know what I'm saying? Big Phil ripped it. We was out there thugging on the thing, whatever. So it was absolutely beautiful, you know? Sure. Ask a question? Yeah, most definitely. Why do y'all think white people don't show up that we had white people. With I mean, we, we had, had white people. We came we deep had. with white people. I think that was the dope thing, you know what I'm saying? It was black and white side that we was out there. We was wilding. We had the Duval shirts on. You know what I mean? Shirt was out there whipping it, cooking the meals, whatever he was trying to do. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It was dope, man. It was dope. Yeah. But the question remains. Yeah. Why don't white people show up to the MLK parade? Can, can I jump on this one? Please. Yo, I think, to be honest with you, I think with all of the racial tension we have in the like in this country, and I think the story of MLK has been told wrong from the beginning, just period. Like in the sense of who he was, what he stood for. I think we've moralized him on some levels or whatever. And as this amazing good man, which I think he actually was an amazing man, but even when you go back and you look at his quotes and the different things he said, um, you usually find these things that are really um, encouraging, but you, but we forget that he was actually a minister of the gospel. So his activism was actually informed and pushed by his belief in the gospel. Um, I'm gonna read a quote to you right now, whatever from him. He said, by opening our lives to God in Christ, we become new creatures. This experience, which Jesus spoke of as the new birth, is essential if we are to be transformed nonconformists. Only through an inner spiritual transformation do we gain the strength to fight vigorously the evils of the world in a humble and loving spirit. I mean, when you hear something like that, like the nucleus of everything he does is rooted in Christ Jesus. And so I think it gets lost in the story. And so we leave him with just a good man and not a man who is empowered by the power you know by the power of jesus christ and the gospel and that was you know it was it was in the heart of everything that he was saying and everything he was pushing and there's a ton of things that point to this that he said um so i think that's one of the tragedies that had you know around mlk that we've we've covered over that and um i think if he was alive today he would say that was tragic he said like yo don't look at me look at jesus and so um i'm sorry i had to preach i love him okay yeah, you whatever. Did, you and did. i completely it's slid, not church this i completely rigged. slid off of your question shirk but i don't know you know i just think with the, with the division with white people not really showing up to mlk parade i think that man it's a lot of i think there's fear i think the narrative of this country where there's divisions a division against black and whites um you know it's consistent with what we see happening in our city like white people are one on one part of town black people are on another side of town there's very there's misconceptions um about both of us and everything else and so we just stay away because of the way fear is reigning over the city the way the racism is sitting in our hearts towards each other um i so i think that the mlk day is just reflective of what's happening in the city already you know what i'm saying and so I'll, you know, and like, here's the thing, for us being out there, man, we had, a, and, and, and when we stood up and preached during the MLK parade, we pointed to the fact that, yo, we out here with white people and black people. We was and, deep. And, and we made sure people knew, like, this isn't piety or self-righteousness, right. like, we are leaning into the gospel of Jesus Christ, which calls us to forgive. It's not like we don't hurt each other's feelings or even disrespect or even racist towards each other sometimes, even as the church. But the fact remains that God called us to repent of our sins and to walk in the light with our sin. It's one thing having somebody hurt you who won't acknowledge your sin. It's very different when somebody steps on you, but comes to you and says, I'm sorry I did that. I didn't know I did that. And walk with me, brother, as I allow God to change my heart. And and I, I think that's the type of unity people need to see in this day when it comes to racism and all that. I think it's vital. But it call, calls us to have to, we got to die to ourselves. Like, it's not easy. It's hard. I want to ask Shirk a question, you know what I'm saying? You what? being the white guy in. The I'm world. white? He's white? Yeah. What? Yeah, okay. you are. Yeah, yeah. Pretty hey. much. So, right. what? yeah, give me, like, give me some of your perspective on you know why you think that is going on or what could you say that could possibly open up some uh, the the viewers of us that are blacks that could give a different perspective on how we may be able to help the situation and help shed light on white culture on why that is such a uh, a, a, a division 
and it might we might maybe we overthink it. Yeah. maybe we are just give me some yeah no that actually brings up a good point big phil um we have a facebook page called the phil radio show yes sir you need to go and like that make sure we want to get like y'all's that. questions a hashtag i was thinking about was hashtag ask a white guy and i'd love to answer any questions anyone out there has <laughs> if you want to ask a white guy whatever question you've always wanted to ask hit me up my name is jeremy aka shirk dog apparently and i will answer it the best i can and even ask other white guys what they think so, so you already heard it hashtag ask a white guy the veal radio show facebook hit it up holler at him but come he on said he's gonna ask they could ask the white guy and he gonna even go ask other white guys hey oh, here's the thing guys i know some white guys i believe you sir i believe you, I believe you bro all right so that's a, man, that's a good question, because when I was walking in the parade yesterday, uh, I felt actually pretty comforted by the fact that, like, I'm telling people happy Martin Luther King Day, and I'm excited to be out there. And in the crowd, I honestly didn't feel any hostility or even any looks at me. It was just like, you two brothers, keep going. And just There was just like a calmness in the parade, and there was something where we were all walking together. and. Yeah, it was a different kind of feeling. Just with what we experience in general right now, the like society and the climax, like of you know Trump becoming president, Obama's getting out, and it's just it's hostile in a lot of ways. But for some reason, it was a weird calm about it yesterday. But for the question itself, I said this before, and I I know it's a generalization, but I feel that black people don't trust white people white people are scared of black people if i was to boil it down to two separate things so the reason why i don't think white people come out to those things is because they're scared of what they don't know yeah and they don't know black culture truly they i mean they see stuff and hear stuff that's all like the bad representation of it in the media but they don't truly know like black people and so i think it's just the unknown that they're scared of so they're they're expecting the worst from what they hear in the media and everything else that's good that's good stuff bro i'll tell you this right here i'm happy that we were able to be out there and represent from both sides and people really see the love of god and what he's done i think that's the dopest thing every year like seeing white people carrying black babies and black people carrying white babies and i think people in the crowd just be like that joint is wild but it's just a reflection of what god is actually doing um, I tried to take a black baby from the crowd, but then yeah, that didn't go well. That'll get you stomped And out. if you want to see some of those pictures and just experience that, you can also go to the Ville Church Facebook page. Up. It's laid out. You can see all the different photos and images of your boy spitting them rhymes. You know so what I mean? Had my man Eric Days out there, Lady Snoop. So proud. Just different, different. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, we the Ville. They but, killed him. Yeah, but you just see different pictures of different things that you will see that this is not actually something that we're making up, man. We're really, really doing life with each other. We just promised that we didn't use that phrase. That we don't Hold on, it's all right. You already used it. It's yeah. okay. All right, that's okay. All right, so, yeah, but it was mad dope. So, you know what I mean? Really, really good. Really good. Hey, guys, we got to take our first commercial break. Yeah. So let me go to the commercial break. Um, speaking of commercials, we're looking for sponsors. We don't have any commercials this first episode. <laughs> so if you want to get your people, your business, your anything on this radio show to get it out to millions of listeners, hit us up, The Ville Radio at Facebook. Or you can go to The Ville Radio Show at gmail.com and hit us up. Let us know. I was like, I ain't know. I thought we had sponsors already. We're going to commercial break. The commercial is. We want sponsors. Hit us up. Holler at us. Let us know. Because listen, we could be around for a while. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Let me ask you a question. We don't get canceled. Each one of us, we're going around. You get to say one person or business that you want to sponsor us. So this is a shout out right now to ask to that business saying, we want you to sponsor our radio show. Shot Khan, come holler at us, man. This is what we doing down here. Get us on the boat. You see what I'm saying? Let's talk business. Let's get these sponsors rolling because the Ville Radio Show and the Jacksonville Jaguars is what it is. It's what it needs to be. So you already know. You got the new joint out with the other commercial saying, hey, we call them cons. Hey, we can hook up something on the Ville Radio Show where it's a, it's a con Saturday. 
You see what I'm saying? It's a Shark Con Saturday. Check it out. This is the Shark, Shark Con Via Radio Show moment. Sponsored you today by Shark Con and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So holler at us. But gotta slow down on these models. More, more than anything, Phil. get us on the boat and we'll make it free. The villains conning the vill. Oh, that's pretty. I, I think Shirk Dog, I would have to say, and it probably has to do with my hunger right now, yeah. but I would say Longhorn, um, and I know that's stupid, but Make the app that right ribeye, that outlaw ribeye is calling me right now. DeVille Radio is sponsored by the ribeye. Straight up, like, yo, if they could just, yo, hold us down. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to pay, just pay us with ribeyes and we'll be good to go. Okay, here's mine. I'm going local, and I'm going to ask Bold Bean. Because we love Bold Bean Coffee. Every single day I'm up in the We're repping Bold Bean all the time. So why not sponsor we might us? Might as well hold us down straight up. Man. All day long. We need to hit them up. And y'all just got a free plug. So don't mm-hmm. act like you ain't hear this either. That's right. Our letters. Hey, so listen, we got to go to commercial. But before we go to commercial, we about to, hold on, hold on. We don't have no commercials, right? No. Oh, so we that about to go. We about to go to a song. Yo, when we come back. Can we do can we can we do testimonies? Like, you know what I'm saying, y'all, we on the air. I wanna know how y'all came to Jesus. Like how y'all became followers of the Lord. Like what is that about? You know what I'm saying? I can dig and whatnot. Phil, you'll set it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, we hold on, wait, wait, wait. You hit him with a song first. What's what's your song selection? Well, you know what? When we come back, we're gonna share our story. I'm probably gonna be the first up. So I go ahead on the start with my song. My song kinda explains who I am. Another prideful moment. It's gonna be a lot of prideful moments, but hey, let's bear with us. We're gonna, if you're gonna be on the show, you're gonna listen to the show, grow with us, because we just told you we the villains. But in all honesty, I do think that this is the best song that best describes me. And this is my own personal song. It's called Memoirs. You know what I mean? It's Word up. by your boy Big Phil, just on the I'm Just Being Me album. And it's a little bit of my life and what God has done for me and a part of my story, man. I hope y'all enjoy. Let's go. Yes. DJ Ron Detract them. <laughs> was all a dream, wanted to join a rock boy team, chain me with the R for a hot 16, remember being impressed by the bad boy scene, Wu-Tang said it was all about that cream, I was just a youngster, trying to be a man, I put down the football and put my eyes on them bands, fame had your boy in the headlock, racing Satan to destruction and he gave me a head start, some think it all started with my rhymes, it started with Nasir's New York state of mind, I'm from the south so they told me that I perpetrated Cause I listen to Raekwon and the perpetrate And at that moment hip-hop became God to me I swear we'll bring the money and the cars to me Lifestyle of the rich and famous Forget forever remaining nameless Wanted my name in the lights from the get-go Chicks gassing me up like sick go But what was planted in my heart was a sicko Ended up bumping into God, he said get low He said that I am, you can never replace me And at the same time you can never escape me so either receive wrath on my son That's when love lifted me A new path had begun So I say You saw my flaws And you saw my so I, say, I didn't know the cost And what you paid for me to life i got a brand new perspective and outlook i can't focus on ends no matter how the outlooks yeah it seems like they balling and getting bread but rappers front too so don't let it get to your head new porsche new house everybody ain't able but what's the point when you're giving it back to the label 50 page contracts stacked on the table so you don't own nothing not even your cable yeah i learned the hard way because trust was an issue but trusting in the lord where they still gonna diss you best thing about it is with our body is a soul that would not die, but our body is So you tell me what matters is the ice or the chains Or trusting in Jesus Christ and the fact that he reigns Youngin', please don't die in your sin The only hope is us dying is us dying in him You saw my flaws And you saw my me I didn't know the cost And what you paid for me
In his eyes there was an instant change to help me frame the eyes of my infant. My brain started thinking different. No more being satisfied with being second and accepting the role of a Scotty Pippen. I'm only playing number two to the man who took two in his hands and beating more than you can number two. Cause Satan's lies got your eyes that what the numbers do and then you die without the truth that's right in front of you. One family, salute. Straight up, straight up. You know, I, I chose that song because, like I said, it gave a little part of my story. We're going to be telling our story in this part of the segment. So let's start off with myself. Come from the east side of Jacksonville, man. I got three words from you that changed my life as you know it today. Girls, blunts, and the Bible. Okay. Roll with it. Take us I was going to say beige blunts and the Bible. But then again, I want us to have another show next week. So I want to be calling them beige broads. So, girls, blunts in the Bible, that's what happened, man. Listen, me and my homeboy used to get high down at the Jacksonville landing. We used to walk all the way to Andrew Robinson at New Life. Christian Fellowship used to have this outreach. I guess you gave him another plug. I ain't gonna give you no more, but that's all right. Praise be to God. Um, and they used to have this outreach, man. And what happened, man, me and my homeboys used to be doing music. We was young, thought we was thugging and rapping in the streets and stuff like that. And my little sister, them, and her friends, they would come with these big old snacks. You know what I'm saying? Or like food. You know what I mean? Candy bars and sandwiches. I was like, man, where you gonna get that from? You know, that's a great meal after you done smoked a blunt. After you done got high. The marijuana kick in, you know what I'm saying? When Mary Jane kick in, it'd be time for beef, roast beef to kick out. So they had roast beef sandwiches. Them slogans, baby. Yes, sir. I so, never knew that. Yeah, yes, sir. I'm going to write that down. In, roast beef kick out. So, um, man, they was just coming with this food. So we ended up it's going down slogan. there. Yes, to stop. Yes, sir. <laughs> going down there, checking it out. And, you know, lo and behold, we didn't know that what God planned for us. He was gonna change our life in the process. I thought I was going to get food, and it was girls down there. We used to get high, walk to the church, and um, I start going. These people start showing me love and coming around me and sharing their faith and sharing the gospel with me. And before you know it, man, um, I started going, and loving it on the people. And um, one Saturday, I never forget, I had a lot of tragedy at that week that happened. Lost some friends. Um, you know, um, to violence and things like that, and things was going crazy, and I thought I was going to die. I kept, you know, having these dreams, man, that my life was going to end, and that, um, that um, God had another plan for me. I, I could sleep. I found myself listening to church music. I was like, what is this all about? So I ended up going, doing my normal Saturday routine, you know what I mean? Beautiful Saturday morning, as is is today, and we would go get that blunt, walk all the way to Andrew Robinson, make sure we get that food, and, um, God had another plan. He met me there, man. We say, no longer you gonna get high, no longer you gonna do this. I'm gonna save your life. I died, bled and died for, so that you can um, follow me. And, and there you have it. And that was that. Exactly. Yo, you know what's crazy about it is like when I listen to that, man, like I think sometimes inside a church, like we forget so much is how powerful the Holy Spirit is and how the Bible says the Spirit goes to and fro. Like it does what it wants to, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we think, that's why I think us making the, light of the fact that we are villains and saved by grace is because the spirit does what it wants to do i think sometimes we be kind of selecting and choosing who we think should get the gospel or they're nice people or they're decent people but like bro you in a situation on the east side over there your friends dropping like flies you could have easily been a statistic and god comes and out of his mercy and grace finds you bro that's that's gangster stuff and not to take a uh, a serious moment lightly but shout out to my mama uh she probably now knows that i used to smoke weed uh, i think i'm sure she did mama gonna beat on you yeah bro, but it's <laughs> well, she did the rose thief kicked out yeah <laughs> she didn't know about the so, Mary Jane yeah. yeah we gonna go back to that she might be more mad about the rose whatever that i don't understand that but we'll talk off the air about that and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. all right so that's what's up man listen um shirt dog what's up with you though bro like how you became a believer man Tell the people what it is, though. And Yo, you want a song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got your song coming a little bit later. Yep. Hold on, hold on, real fast. Yo, you on the Ville Radio Show? Just in case you forgot, you know Come what I'm saying? Thirteen twenty a.m. One hundred three point seven FM Pure Radio, baby. We bong, in here. bong, bong. Act like you know. Shirk dog, hit him, brother. Did you just hit the bong? 
No, not the, the bong. Gong. I don't hit the bong or the gong. <laughs> I'm not with Phil with this be pushing out stuff and none of that. I'm whatever. Yo, but I do have a question for Phil before I go. All right. Phil, when did you know that mm. music was your passion? I think I kind of always knew that because before I was even saved, I was trying to do it. I was lying in the rhymes. I was like, I had, I was right, making rhymes at 15. Talking about I had guns with, in the trunk. I had AKs and all that music. You didn't even have a trunk. I didn't, didn't even have a, have car. a car. Didn't even have a driver's license. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I always kind of figured that I knew I wanted to do it since I was little. Um, but um, it really became a passion for me when I saw the ability for it to change people's lives. And um, you know, God set me up, put me in the mode to where he said, I'm going to use you to do that. So, dope. Super dope. All right. My story, I'm the white guy. If you remember Jeremy, a.k.a. Shirk Dog. My story, I don't we know, know you're man. white, Jimmy, okay? Huh? We know you're white, all right? Black, you, you Hashtag Because you, I mean, because I'm looking at you, but you keep saying you're white. I just want people to know. I know, but you got to let it, like, slide up on them. Can a white guy be proud? All right, go ahead. All be right. proud. <laughs> all right, so I grew up in Jacksonville in Mandarin, and I went to a school, the Bowles School. I don't know if y'all heard about it. Talk about prideful. I think I heard something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Wasn't it shooting over there? But anyway. No, just we shot basketballs. That's all we shot. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. So I grew up in Jacksonville, and if you can imagine, going to a private school, kind of live a little bit of a sheltered life. The north side to me growing up was downtown. I honestly didn't know anything was past downtown. We clearly know that he had no idea of what the north side was if he thought it was downtown. Yeah. But proceed. proceed. So, yeah, man, but it was it was interesting because I felt like um, I grew up kind of around Christian people, but I didn't really like it. I thought Christians were fake and hypocrites. And from what I saw, people would say one thing, they'd act another way, and it just seemed like a social club or whatever. So I wasn't really about it. <clears throat> um, but then what I was about was, like, trying to find out what was true and what was real. The way I went about that was, in high school, I decided I'm going to be the best, most fulfilling life. I'm going to have it right now for me. And, you know, I was going to basically make myself famous. I tell people this all the time. When I graduated high school, I knew I was going to be famous. I just didn't know how I was going to be famous yet. I was, I had yet to choose the way I was going to be famous. So, um, summer going into college, I kind of... Man, my whole life bottomed out, and I realized the whole empire I was building to myself was really a pile of dirt, and I realized I was the dirt, I was the villain. Um, I basically cheated on my girlfriend, and didn't feel bad about it, but a series of events happened, and it really brought me to my knees. I realized, like, even my friends, I didn't even have for real friends, and the only people that I actually respected and would want to talk to in the lowest time of my life was, like, their Christians mm -hmm. and I didn't know that but they were like actually Christians so I went to college and I chose to go to UCF I got in some other schools but I wanted like a more public college experience I wanted to see what other people were out there and um, yeah I found God there and basically I knew I was the villain uh, I knew everything I did was for my own benefit and I was I would mow over everybody to get what I wanted uh, that low point, God still pursued me and found me and said, there's grace for you too. So yeah, I became a Christian and then I played a Christian game. Uh, I went through college, did all the college Christian stuff, and uh, then I ended up going to Haiti. Yeah. And uh, I lived in Haiti for about a year and a half, two years. And I was down there when that earthquake happened. You yeah. know, I remember the earthquake yeah. 2010, yeah. January. Uh, and it was crazy. So that was kind of a game changer. It, it made Christianity not a game anymore. Yeah. And it made it very serious because I had a lot of questions that were really tough. And that brings me into my song. I don't know if y'all know The Roots, uh, but they have a song called Dear God Part 2, 2.0. Yeah. And uh, Black Thought is actually talking, questioning God. Like he thinks that God's good, but there's just so much going on in the world that it's hard sometimes to believe it. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt with all the tragedy and, and trauma and insanity was going on in Haiti. I was like, well, is God actually real? And what's interesting, I was looking up Black Thought, and I don't know if y'all knew this. He, his parents were part of uh, the, what 
was it Islam that five um, percent? Yeah, yes. five percent. But his parents were part of the thing that um, who were we just talking about? Farrakhan. Farrakhan. Yeah, Nation of Islam. Nation of Islam. But his parents both got murdered. One when he was one, one when he was seventeen. Wow. So this man actually knows tragedy. Yeah. And he still is searching for God. And so I kind of resonate with this song a lot. So this is. Dear God, part two, um, the roots. Dope. Dope. Dear God, I'm trying hard to reach you. Dear God, I see your face and Rocking with the Veal Radio Show, man. Oh my goodness, shirt! Come on, man. It's the roots, black mm. thought, baby. I mean, that joint's serious right there. He, he, he spits real. Yeah, yeah. Yo, so shirt dog, please dig into Haiti a little bit more. Like, elaborate on what you feel. Yeah, man. So, um, I don't know. Just the world's broken, and we know that. Like the Bible says that. Until you actually experience brokenness for yourself, real brokenness, and not like it's easy to talk about or whatever, but when you see people dying, 
has its crazy things that aren't supposed to be the way they are right now and how sin has affected the world, you have to have really deep, hard questions and um, difficult conversations with God yeah. about, are you there? In, in, in that circumstance, you're talking about a massive amount of death, like bodies. Yeah, bodies on bodies. And, um, if anyone's been in a war zone, if anyone's been in a natural disaster like that, it's just a, it's just a different thing altogether. But anyway, I came back from that. Like, I stayed in Haiti for a while, but it kind of put me in a spiritual, like, downfall because I didn't know what I actually believed. And so it was in that that I feel like I actually... God wasn't just somebody, or Jesus wasn't just somebody that was like, this is good, and but it was like, he's holy, and he has everything in his plan. Still. So it's, it wasn't like a, a life plan, like, yes, I'm going to check this off, and I know that being a Christian is good for me, and blah, 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 but it was more like, I have to trust that God is holy, and that he's above all things, and he holds all things in his hand, because otherwise, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Um, but, I mean, it goes back to what Jay said was his famous quote. You never know what hope is until you really have been hopeless. hopeless. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? so, so, that's where I came. I came. Yeah. So, like, people say you go to Haiti, you get culture shock because it's so different from America. When you experience poverty on that level, on that widespread. But, actually, my culture shock was coming back to America after going through all that and seeing what they're in. And then we're in and blind to we don't know. Yeah. We just don't know. And that's not really our fault in some ways. But I just didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So basically, when I met God there, um, yeah, he really he really found me in a dark place and um, just gave me comfort and gave me peace in a way that I never knew before. And then, yeah, I met my wife and we got married and um, he led me to go to seminary, which I hate school. But seminary was dope, and I love being there. And then now I'm here at the film. Mm, look at that, boy. Look at that. Yep. And as you just heard, my man Shirt Dog talk about his story. You heard me talk about my story earlier. And we're going to get to the one and only Julie Uli, Pastor Jay's story. But before we do that, once again, you're now listening to the Veal Radio Show, sponsored by Pure Radio 103.7 FM. That was 13, 20 a.m. Yeah, he over here a while. I don't know what he's doing. But you rocking with the Veal Radio Show, baby. So what we got next, man? Is your turn, Julie? You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure Radio, 103.7 F- FM, 1320 AM. Um, I'm gonna start my um, testimony off. Let's uh I wanna jump into my song first, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna roll out with Jafia Life, that laundry joint, old school oh, joint from back in the day or whatever. Beats hitting hard, you know what I mean? And so I know what it is. It's like, you know, laying laying your dirt before the Lord realizing just how good he is with his mercy and grace so let's bump that real quick we'll be right back at you cool. cheerio you rocking with the veal radio show yes sir cheerio um hey saint man i think i just need to talk to him on this one man it's like man that ain't even rain you here man that's they tears i'm telling you I gotta give him something. You can shake the shirt on my back. Your boy life give you his laundry. Matter of fact, this is my diary. In album form. Every time you lay down a song, you give birth like when a child is born. I rap life, my lyrics ain't entertainment. I don't want you to lose life like when a train skips a track. Whoever choose Christ gets it back. The boy with the brave lips is back. In other words, I'm speaking codes. I just give you the truth, what you reap, you sow. That highway to heaven, I walk with my feet on the road. A young Ezekiel eating a scroll. My young people needing a role model to look to when they need some control. Some of the saints laughing when their weaknesses show. They just giving them a reason to go. Yo. Lord, I give you my laundry. This is what is inside me. Lord, I'm giving you laundry. Lord, this is inside me. Do what you want with. Uh, your boy, life had to turn around, man. I was burning down. It's like I ain't hurting now. 
So many churches is burning down. We living in the last days and time for certain now. This is the diary of a hurting child. Some trying to turn it down. Still, when I heard, I smiled. Man, it's sorta like a murder trial. You know how they did Christ till he tore the curtain down. But I'm walking in my purpose now. Like I got a purple gown. Still, I ain't perfect now. I'm dealing with a virgin now, we going in circles now, but he gon' work it out. I see you girl, girl, this is your boy, boy. The devil hates us, he just wanna destroy joy. Potential wedlock, baby girl, a boy, boy. He don't need another J life, he don't wanna st- Lord, I give you my laundry. This is what is inside me. Lord, I'm giving you laundry. Lord, this is inside me. Do what you want with. Spiritually, can I give you my shirt? Spiritually, can I give you my dirt? Get in your air with my sins till it hurt. It's true that I flirt. My potential mate is miles away. She anointed, but he's still throwing trials away. You wouldn't believe the things she conquered. Never. I know it's rough. Hope you smile a day. She writing rhymes now. She gonna be fine now. Yeah, he bruising the hills, but he gonna bow down. Praising God with her eyes fixed on his crown now. God loves the sinner. Look what I found out. Sometimes I wanna be by myself. It's like the only place I can be myself. A broken spirit can't feed myself. Going nowhere fast with no seatbelt. But I'm gone. Lord, I give you my laundry. This is what is inside me. Lord, I'm giving you laundry. Lord, this is inside me. Do what you want with With your boy Big Phil, Pastor Jay Julie and the homie Shirt Dog. Man, that song, Jay. Hey, hey, shout out to the homie Jafia Light, man. That's a good dude. He killed that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I ain't got no, I ain't got no uh no shade going towards him, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because I am a Christian hip hop artist. Well, no, I'm not. I'm actually just an artist, period. You know what I'm saying? Can you stop talking about you every time? Yo, bro. It's profitable. This ain't the Big Phil show. Hey, this is not. This is the Phil Radio (laughs) Show. This is not the Big Phil Radio Show, which we which we all know. But it's all good. Uh, you have to pray for me. Yeah, you gotta pray for me. But that was dope, though, Jay. Man, that really was, man. And um, man, we would love to hear your story behind that song and how that kind of gels and connects with you, because the people I've been definitely wanting to know. You've been in Jacksonville doing your thing for a long time, bro. Show a lot of love to a lot of people. People know about the Straight Nail brand. People know about the shop downtown. People know about just how much outreach and love you've shown. People know about what is now the Ville Church and where it came from and how it started and how you just drawn people in. So give us the backstory on how good and great God is because you're here today, man. Yeah, nah, definitely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to still share, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the reason I picked that song or whatever, Dirty Laundry, because it's basically about coming into the light with your sin or whatever. Like in the Bible says, yo, if you say you do not sin, you're a liar. You know what I'm saying? It says, um, but if you if you confess your sin and you walk into the light with your sin, that God is faithful through the blood of Jesus. He washes away our sin. And that's the beautiful thing about being a believer. You know what I'm saying? And so I marvel and I'm completely blown away by, by that gift and how through God's grace and mercy he came into my life, man. But for me, you know what I'm saying? I've been a believer probably for about 16 years, probably coming up on 17 years, actually. And um, it started back in like 2000, 2001, somewhere in between there. But what's crazy, I was at that time, you know, I'm I'm thugging, I'm doing all my dirt, I'm, I'm hustling a little drugs here and there on some nickel and dime type stuff. I'm, I'm stealing, I'm running around drunk high as I, I you know popping pills i'm just man out of it i'm in south beach partying if it's a party i'm knee deep in it you know what i mean and so in the middle of it i end up running into some beef with some dude because 
I messed with his baby moms and then I messed with his girlfriend. It wasn't even intentional. I'm gonna give y'all a real story, you really see what I'm saying? That's the real story. Yeah, that's man. the real that's story. Cool. So we messed around and had a little beef. We thought we had straightened out the situation or whatever, because we knew it was some friction over it. And I was like, man, I don't know you. I didn't know they were your girls, or whatever, and all this other stuff and you know and all that. Then it's New Year's night and my girlfriend, which is my wife, right, you know, right now, at the time she keeps begging me to go to church. And I'm like, I ain't going to no church on New Year's night. It's party night. We about to get turned up to the max. Are you crazy? People do that? Do that. We used to do that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, it's it's, it's thug night. We getting it in. And so I went to this party. And when I'm at the party, I end up in a fight outside of the party with some guys or whatever. And, um, you know, it's it's about five against one. I'm the one. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I was just about to be like, where is this thing? They... Going? they so first there was two of them. I was knuckling them up nice. I was holding my own or whatever. And then like five of, you know, three more. The story, the number keeps changing. I think it was 12 of them. Let's yeah, say it was 12. You told me it was 12. Yeah. Now it's like five. It's 17 actually because you add okay, them up. It's okay. five and 12 is 17. It was 17 guys. But I'm out there and the guy who I've been having this issue with, it just happens to be that I'm fighting his friends. He's in this party and he walks out during the party, right? So... You know what I'm saying? I take a L that day. I take a bad beat, you know, whatever. My face is a little jacked up. And in my pride, I was like, yo, somebody got to pay. So my mind, I was like, yo, I'm going to kill this dude. And so from there, man, I really started really preparing. Like, you know, I was a bad guy, but I wasn't no killer. But I was preparing my heart to do it. So it was almost like I was intentionally digesting hatred into my heart. And, um... And so I found out what side of town he lived on. I started peeping out his crib and I was figuring out how I was gonna make this happen. I was gonna shoot him when he was coming out of his crib or whatever, right? And so I figured the whole thing out. And in the meantime, you know, because where I lived at in the, my apartment, we were bagging up drugs and doing all type of craziness. I needed somewhere to think because this, you know, this was a hard point in my life because this type of stuff just didn't happen to me. Like I didn't catch an L, so it messed with my pride, it messed with everything. And my girlfriend, who wasn't a believer, but had started going to a church in the city, she was like, come to church. So I figured I could go to church and sit in the corner and figure out how I'm going to blow this guy's head off. You feel me? And uh, hey, it, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It really is. You know, I was like, I'm sitting in the corner, throw a hoodie over my head, and I can think through how I'm going to do this. And over a couple of weeks, God was messing with my heart when I was sitting in that room. But in my rebelliousness, I still was like, this guy has to die even though I felt God pushing on my heart, right? And I remember this one particular Sunday, um, well, let me say this, when they did the altar call and asked who wanted to, to receive Jesus in their life, it made me so mad. Wow. I became infuriated. And so I would say to my girlfriend, hey, hey, let's hurry up and beat the traffic and get out of the church or whatever. That was like, I'm trying to run away from Jesus, so I'm figuring out whatever I can, right? And so this one particular Sunday, we le and here's the thing, in this particular service, I had decided that I was gonna actually kill this guy this week. Like I was gonna do it on a Wednesday. So I walk out of the church that Sunday morning, running from the altar call, and I hear God speak to me audibly clear as day. And he was like, you're gonna die this week. And that's all he said. And I stopped dead in my tracks. My girlfriend turned around, she said, Jay, what's wrong with you? Like I said, yo, you didn't hear that? God, an angel? And she was like, and, and I, I knew it was God. I said angel, cause I was so horrified of him wow. that I didn't even want to say his name out my mouth. And so she said, Jay, are you high today? I said, yo, this is the only day I'm not high. And I said, you didn't hear that? And she said, she said, nah. I said, she said, what do you want to do? I said, we got to go back in this church. And I went back to that altar and I said, God, I love drugs. I love chasing women. I love the dirt that I do. And I was just like, God, you can have my life. But I'm like, I need you to make me hate this sin that I love so much. And I knew to give it like that because I loved my girl, but I couldn't even stop doing dirt behind her back. And even, even that I wanted, even though I wanted to. So I knew I had, I didn't have the potential to save myself. So I knew it either had to be the power of God that was going to save me or I was finished. And um, that's why this song right here, because I felt like I was laying my dirty laundry before the Lord and walking in the light. And um, 
bro, it ain't been the same since. Man. And, it's, and, it, and I ain't turning no robot and get good all of a sudden, too. I kept stumbling after that, but it's like God never left my side. Like, I just felt like he was standing next to me every morning. I woke up like, come on, son, let's go. I'm like, God, I'm filthy, though. I messed up last night. I, I, got, I got tore up last night. God be like, repent, let's go. Like, I knew he had a plan for my life. I, I was halfway scared, like, yo, God is ferocious. Like, he was like, let's get to it. And that was mind-blowing to me, the grace and mercy in it. And, uh, now, That's crazy, yeah. man. But, but what's, 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 what, you know what's so amazing about it is that people that know and do Duval, that know Jay, is like, man, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Jay say he was thinking about killing a man. You know what I mean? Like, this is Pastor Jay. This is Straight and Narrow. This is the guy that you love to see. This is the only guy that I know of that could be sitting in a room with a bunch of city leaders and city councilmen. He got on a uh, he got on a pair of Jordans and he got on a Yankee fitted hat. And they just love him. But he's sitting in there. But that shows you. It goes back to the scripture, man, how powerful and the scripture grill. is. It says, and grill. <laughs> it goes back to the scripture in Romans 3, man. Romans 3 clearly says, man, like, you know, like, when it goes back, it says, not no, not at all. Who is righteous? None is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. Amen. No one seeks for God. You know mm. what I'm saying? All have turned aside together and have become worthless. No, not one. And to hear how God mm. has changed your life, that's a clear understanding that, hey, man, none of us are righteous. The man that you know is Pastor Jay today, the dude that you know is Big Phil, and the homie that you know is Shirk Dog. Right. We are not. We are clearly the villains, which is the whole theme behind why we are here today is express this to you celebrating jesus celebrating him he's the only hero man got to yo man we having church up in here bro or we go next or whatever i know we almost out of time (laughs) i think this is my time to shine guys so i like to shut this whole thing down with a few few things first of all sock passe to all my haitians brothers and sisters out there okay let's go not boule. Okay. Anyway. Yes, indeed. The Ville Radio. Find us on Facebook. We want to hear from you guys. We got hashtag Ask a White Guy. Ask me anything you want, and I would love to answer any questions you got. We got hashtag Real Stories that Jay just said. He's giving you the real story. We want to know your real story. Let us know about yourself because we're trying to find real stories here in Jacksonville to let you guys know what's really happening in this city. We don't want to give these fluff stories, these stories that everyone else is telling, but we want to actually tell the real deal story. You so, just throw shade? Yeah, at every media outlet out oh, there. Oh, wow. Low down dirty. I'm, look, Low down dirty shirt, I'm tired of these fake stories that are clickbait, whatever. I want to know the real truth and this is speaking from someone who didn't know what was really happening in Jacksonville growing up. I'm discovering for the first time what Normandy Boulevard is. I've never been on way on the west side. Anyway, tell me, where are you people at? And what's going on with you? So, hashtag ask a white guy, hashtag real story. The la- right before we get to the last thing, I also want to say, people, we want sponsors. Tag Bold Bean, tag Shad Khan, Tag Longhorn. We want ribeyes. We want some sponsors. Tell us who you think could sponsor. We want the boat. Let's go. We want to eat the ribeyes and drink the bold bean on the boat. That's our goal. 2017. All day, every day, man. So what we got next? What we got going on? We got to we got to close out, man. It's time to go. But we got some fan mail. You said fan mail. Fan mail on the fan mail. We got fan. What yep. is it, really? Yeah, That's no, cool. it's That's pouring cool. in right now. People send it to you? Yep. Um, my oh phone's my blowing up. First one, Tommy Tupperware. He says, Jay and Phil are rocking the mic. Could probably use a stronger third voice. Overall, looking forward to the next show <laughs> and a third host upgrade. I mean, I'll wow. accept constructive criticism wow. or whatever. I mean, that's, that's Tommy, one person. Tommy, hey, man. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Tommy. Sorry, cool. sir. Cool, Tommy. Anyway, we got Jenny from the block. She just wrote in, hey, can you pick up some groceries from the store? Never mind, that's my wife. That's not fan mail. <laughs> that's real fan mail right there. Yeah, that's my number one that's fan. That's your biggest fan. All that's day. my biggest fan. Yeah. Who's y'all's biggest fan? My, my girl, Alana Harris. That's my, my baby. baby Jamie. Ooh, ah. uh, I ain't going to go to my baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my baby. Let's go, man. All right, so we got some more fan mail. Uh, the next we got Terry Tuckleberry. Yo. 
Yeah, so hold on, sir. Hold on. Yeah, come on. How now. do we have fan mail? Are you making this stuff and up? And this is the first uh, show. Like, that's what I was wondering. Okay, maybe I'm making a little bit of it up. Bro, we you want just, fan mail. You just said something about people having fake stories, bro. How are you making up fan mail? Hashtag real story. We, we all started from the bottom, and we're still there. So where we need to go is up. So we need some fans. Hit us up. Radio at gmail.com. Radio on Facebook. Tell us about yourself. Ask us some questions. We want to hear from you. Y'all. And that's the Bill Radio Show at gmail.com. Email them, man. Let us know. Hit that Facebook page up with Pure Radio on. right there, too. The, yes, sir. Pure Radio. Holler at them. Let them know what's good. So, listen. We out. We done. Anybody else got anything? Any closing remarks? Yo, we love you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mary Jane, kick in. Rosalie, kick out. There Chilling. it is, baby. Chilling like Bill. <laughs> it's the Pure Radio Show on Pure Radio 103.7 <laughs> FM. 1320 AM. Yes!